listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Listening to episode four of Nine to Five dot CC goes to Fantasia. Today we're talking about the Shamer's Daughter, the Danish song of ice and fire, or at least that's probably what all the uh, Fancy Pants reviewers are supposed to be saying at this point. That um, the Shamer's Daughter is in fact the Danish song of ice and fire. I, I mean, at its best, like yeah, that's that is, I guess, a little bit of the direction that it's heading in. It's kind of gritty low fantasy it um has little convoluted politickings and murders and when there are dragons and other magic stuff it's a little on the the low side of stuff and so um that comparison i mean they obviously want that comparison to be drawn i don't know if it's entirely fair the 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 plot is not necessarily convoluted enough to make it go that far and so at its at its worst shamer's daughter is is like a standard fantasy movie but you know like i say that that's not a bad thing it's 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 not that often that people do just like straight fantasy anymore you have like a good class classic Conan-type adventure that just doesn't become lost in the hideous monstrosity of CG nonsense and lose all sense of humanity. And and this film really doesn't do that. I don't I don't think that it gets to like the heights of Song on Ice and Fire, but that's that's fine. It doesn't have to. That's not a masterpiece. And this is still like a like a damn fine fun fantasy flick. So if you're up for that, then by all means you need to be checking out the Shamer's Daughter. What happens in this movie? Well, here's the, the little rundown of the plot. We have um, a little girl, Dina, who grows up being the daughter of somebody who is known as a shamer. So um, they have some kind of respect and prestige in society. And as you watch the film, you learn that the shamers are capable of looking inside someone's soul when they make eye contact with the person. And they are able to um, force the person to witness their own guilt. And so if they are guilty of a crime, they'll break down and cry or they'll, they'll, they'll show some aspect of it. Although there are people in the world who are capable of looking a shamer in the eye and not feeling shame for the crimes that they've committed. And so, you know, there's a, there's a little potential twist going on there. No, no spoilers. Um, this takes place in a classic uh, medieval fantasy land, obviously inspired by, by Nordic legends. And I mean, it is a Danish film. Um, the, the core of the plot revolves around the Lord's two sons, one of whom is a drunk, useless guy named Nicodemus, and the other one is his half-brother, I think his name was Draco, it was something like that, vaguely dragon-related. Um, the, the Lord and his daughter and wife are found murdered. Um, of course, everybody assumes that it is the drunken Lord's son who, uh, is found with a knife in his hand and, and his father's blood and whatever over his uh, over his hands. But then, of course, you're assuming, is it the evil, uh, illegitimate son, Draco, who's going to make a play for the throne? Twist. That happens. There um, is the other usual... Um, the usual cast of characters that goes into a good fantasy story. So there's the, the crazy alchemist, the sexy witch type character. There are, of course, dragons, which in this are a little more than, I guess, like Komodo dragon type of creatures. They're like poisonous giant lizards, you know, and all, and all of that stuff runs down. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil anything until we get later into the spoiler section. But um, what is the verdict for this overall film? It's just like a little, a little too casual. It doesn't, it doesn't commit 
way hard into like the murder or grossness, which which is okay. Just doesn't go very far down that line. It doesn't go too far into the politics, so so things stay pretty light. And um, ultimately, this is just a just like a classic, simple fantasy tell tale done well with um, very little extra crap going on on the sides. So I can recommend it on those lines. I, it didn't it didn't like grab me by the testicles, but you know. After having seen such really good fantasy in the last 15 years, maybe even longer, it's hard to say what kind of what kind of fantasy is going to grab you by the testicles. So I find that that's not necessarily a fault to this film. And um, definitely, if you're in for something fantasy style, you should get out and see it. And you know, I'm, as I as I am speaking here, I'm thinking this is normally the part of the show where we do a spoiler, and I go in and I spoil what happens at the end of the movie. And I'm going to do that, but I'm not going to play the video or the song effect because um, the spoiler that I'm going to spoil is not really a spoiler. I've already told you, uh, and this is where you should step away if you're really concerned, but I don't think anybody is. So um, if I told you that this is like a good fantasy story and that um, it's pretty pretty by the numbers uh, at the end of the day, is anything going to surprise you when it turns out the guy named Draco, who is the illegitimate son of the the king is responsible for murdering the king and that he drinks dragon blood, which makes him crazy and a little bit extra powerful. And uh, he has a showdown with his drunken son, the, his drunken half-brother, Nicodemus, who actually turns out to be a worthwhile guy. And they face each other down, but then they don't quite manage to kill each other. And that's going to come in for the sequel. Yeah, like none of that shit's surprising. And um, But you know what? It doesn't have to be. There's sweet dragons and there's cool sword fighting and there's Nordic badass warriors. And there's this chicken who can look into people's souls. So check out the um, Shamer's Daughter and stay tuned for more 95's coverage. Cheers. Hey guys, it's me again. Uh, just a quick reminder. 9to5.cc is a fan-made, fan-supported website. That means we don't have uh, any sort of an advertising budget. The only way we really have to get our name out there is by our fans uh, sharing us, liking us, and supporting us. So if you enjoy uh, what we're doing, um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We're there uh tell your friends that this podcast is happening then it's a lot of fun uh also if you like what we're doing we do have uh, a podcast for the rest of the year john and i uh called nine to five entertainment system that we do with the other founders of the sites uh scott and sophie and we also have another podcast that we do uh through the rest of the year called uh, go plug yourself for myself and walter j ling uh talk to people that have interesting stuff coming up in montreal so uh once again like us on facebook follow us on twitter we're on both of them uh, if you see us at the festival, come say hey and uh, keep listening and keep enjoying the show. We're going to try to keep having episodes pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, Fantasia has been so great so far. So, uh, yeah, I'm done. Here we go. Thanks for listening. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. <laughs>